Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies today, I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, August the 24th, and what a win last night from our Philadelphia Phillies. Like, seriously, what a win. That was thrilling last night. Really, really felt like they were going to blow the game. We're down early, fought back, took the lead, lost the lead, and then miraculously, the young guys come through. Stott, Maton, big hits in the Phillies. Win it. Thrilling. Thrilling. I can't believe it. I, I mean, I can't believe it. You know, they, they beat the Reds. I'm not going to lose my mind, but it was, a, it was a really exciting win last night. And just another example in, in a microcosm form of the macro of what we keep talking about of the fact that, that you know, this Phillies team is never out of it. And they battle through adversity. And unlike Phillies teams in years past, this is a team that is going to fight and they're not out of it until they're last out and they're not out of a season because they lose a player or because they deal with injuries or whatever. And Oh buddy, Bryce Harper. Ho ho. We'll get to that. Um, but yet again, you know, last night, just another example of a team that, you know, when it feels like things are lost, when it feels like they're going to lose, when, you know, it's down to the last opportunity. They're going to find a way to, to get it done. And they continue. And last night was a big night. The Padres lose. The Brewers lose. You gain games on everybody. Two and a half up on the Brewers. One up on the Padres. That means three and a half up on the Brewers. Two up on the Padres. Again, this tiebreaker thing is so massive for the Phils. And again, just a, a, a huge night last night. You know, that was one of those ones you got to steal Got to steal some of those games, and last night was a thrilling one to steal. Last night, just uh, uh, if you are a, a Phillies fan out there who is struggling to get on board, or you know, obviously, look, we're all we're all excited about this team. They've been better than teams recently, and all. You have to be at least a little excited. But I know, I look, I talk on the radio every day. I, I call, talk to callers every day. All that I hear that there are still people who are expecting a summer collapse or a September collapse who are still expecting to be hurt by this team are still concerned about this or about that or about whatever. And again, there are reasons for concern. I get it. Like the bullpen thing is concerned. We saw it again last night, you know, the no Sir Anthony of it all is, is, is concerning until he comes back. But again, this team, no matter who they lose, no matter how they lose them, no matter what happens, finds ways to continue to keep winning baseball games. And ultimately, at the end of the day, that's what matters. And this team continues to find ways to 
to get it done. And uh, it's just, it's impressive. I'm impressed with what this team has continued to accomplish. I, again, you know, as we've talked about multiple times now, um, I, I just, I believe in this team. I believe that they're going to continue to find ways to be good enough, you know, to to make their way to the playoffs. I, I expect this to continue. The, I mean, just the fact they have, been as good as they've been without Bryce Harper. I mean, is is truly, truly astounding. It really is. Uh, you know, I know we've talked about this before, but when Harper went down, I think a lot of us, you know, we we hopefully talked about the uh, Acuna injury last year and other examples of teams losing their best player and and finding ways to fight and finding ways to survive and all that type of stuff. But you know. It, I, <laughs> At least for me, it was hopeful when I said it. I didn't truly in my soul believe that this was going to happen. And yet, here we are. And over their time without Bryce Harper, the Phillies are 30 and 20. The Phillies are 30 and 20 without Bryce Harper. In the time that Harper has been out, they have gained seven and a half games on the Padres and five games on the Brewers. The only teams in baseball that have as good or a better record than the Phillies since Harper went down are the Dodgers, the Mets, the Braves, the Astros, and the Mariners. That's it. In the sport. So without the NL MVP from last year, the Phillies have been the sixth best team in baseball during the stretch without the guy. I mean, come on. Come on. That's impressive. That deserves accolades. That deserves belief. That deserves you to say, all right, you know what? I know this team hurts me every year, but but I, I believe in this team. And you know what? Yes. Do they suck against the Mets? You bet. If they played the Mets every game, we would not be talking about the playoffs. But luckily, they don't. And they're done with the Mets. And they're beating the teams they need to be. And I, I, I just, I can't hear another... Well, they're only beating up on bad teams. First of all, they're not. Again, as we've talked about ad nauseum this season, uh, they have the tiebreaker on the Padres, the Cardinals, and the Brewers. Three teams are competing with playoff spots. All playoff teams, right? Or all you know, three of two of them will be playoff teams. They won the season series against all of them. They won the season series against the Dodgers. Like enough of this. Enough. It is so lazy. Oh, they can't be good teams. No, it's just the Mets. They're even even against the Braves this year, or close to it. It's the Mets. The Mets are the, the team that owns their soul this year. It happens. Enough with projecting that over everything else because the evidence doesn't support it. The evidence doesn't support it. The Phillies against every team that are not the Mets are 22 games above 500. That's awesome. That's a great baseball team. All right? They deserve a little bit of uh, a little bit of belief. A little bit of respect at this point. And oh by the way, Bryce Harper, which we'll get to. Bryce freaking Harper is coming back to Homer's last night in a rehab assignment. Just crushed the first ball he saw. We'll get to that. First, let's go back to last night. As again, um, you know, can't shortchange it. What a what a phenomenal Awesome, awesome win it was last night. I mean, seriously, what a thrilling victory from the Phils. As again, it did feel like a game that 
they were going to lose. <laughs> it really did in the moment. Um, it didn't for a while. For a while, I thought they were going to win, and then it definitely felt like they were going to lose there, and uh, and they find a way to pull it out to walk it off. It's a scoreless game for a while. As uh, we get to the six with no runs, Ranger dealing. Nick Lodolo, a no-hitter heading into the six. And then the six inning happens, and, and it's a completely different game. Seven runs scored by both teams in the sixth inning. Ranger was cruising until he got in the six, and then just really ran into some trouble. Ends up giving up an RBI single, a weak grounder to the right side that gets past a diving Segura, scores a run, and then Ranger just kind of lost it. Ends up walking in two runs. Ranger Suarez. You know, pinpoint control usually. Um, walks two runs in and had to be pulled. Uh, ends up going five and two-thirds. Gives up three runs, six hits, four walks, five strikeouts. Was just not Rangers night. Rangers obviously, you know, prior to last night's outing, been elite for the last, you know, six, seven, eight starts, whatever it's been. He's been legitimately elite, not just good. He's been outstanding over that portion of time last night he was not he was really good for a while and then it all fell apart uh plasemeyer comes in his first day michael plasemeyer's first day with the phillies and my dude got some big outs man came in got out of the inning as ranger just couldn't get a strike over the plate came in gets a big out and then pitched another clean inning shout out to that dude he was great then we go to the bottom of the six, and the Phils bring it back with some big hits uh, as they uh, manufacture some runs. Alec Boom, RBI single, 3-1. J.T. Romuto, two outs, two on. Rips one to left center field, just belts one out there. Ends up being a triple. It's 3-3 three three after that. Nick Castellanos, another big hit. Rips a single to left, makes it 4-3. The seventh inning, Matt Veerling just cranks one. Maybe the hardest hit ball I've ever seen from Matt Veerling. Smokes one out. It's 5-3. You're feeling good. We get to the eighth. Alvarado gets into some serious trouble. Gives up a run. Second and third, no outs. 5-4 ball game, and we're sitting there like, come on. <laughs> Three straight hits. It's like, this is Alvarado at his worst. And then what does the dude do? Boom. Boom, boom. Mows down three guys. Strikes them right out. Strikes out the side. Unbelievable turnaround there. Really, truly went from thinking he's going to give up eight runs this inning to, wow, look at that. Gets the job done. We head to the ninth. A six to five ball game. David Robertson obviously had uh, pitched a lot two games prior to, uh, they had one off night prior, but, you know, had pitched the two in a row. They go to Brad Hand. Hand comes in, and it sucks for Brad Hand because he didn't pitch that bad. Hand uh, gets the first out easy. Then, believe it or not, Edmundo Sosa, Mr. Defense, you know, Ozzie Smith out there, uh, makes a bad throw, runner on. Then the next play is a deep grounder in the hole. He can't get to it. Uh, makes one of those running, jumping throws. It was a nice play, but, but not enough to get him. And ultimately, it leads... To free TJ Friedel on the hill with two on, one out, and Friedel rips one into center, triple. It's six five, devastating. Hand gets out of the inning, tough inning for Hand again. 
you know, should have been out of it to begin with. Neither of the runs are earned runs, you know, I'm not going to kill him for it. Um, but you know, it was a bummer. They're down six, five. He gets out of the inning after that. And we head to the bottom of the ninth and Diaz comes in. Uh, I had no idea Cincinnati's closer was Edwin Diaz's brother. You live and you learn. Am I right? Uh, Diaz comes in feeling super bummed about what had just transpired, but don't worry too much as the Phillies would get it done. Gene Segura leads off, gets on base. Bryson Stott steps to the plate. How many big hits has Bryson Stott had already this year? We'll add another to the list. We all thought he walked it off. Stott gets a hold of one to deep right center field. I thought it was gone. It wasn't. It bounces off the wall. Stott, he's motors around the bases, ended up at third, scores Segura. It is six to six. We're tied up, runner on third, no out, and you're like, oh, God. I don't know how the Phillies are going to screw this up, but runner on third, no out. It feels like they're not going to score a run here. I don't know why. Oh, pinch hit by stop, by the way. Um, Veerling gets out, then one out, runner on third, tie game. Nicholas Maton steps the plate. So pinch hit for Stott, rips it off the wall. Pinch hit, Maton coming in for Sosa. Rob Thompson pulling all the right levers. Maton rips one into right, a single. Walking it off, Stott comes home to score a 7-6 walk-it-off victory for the Philadelphia Phillies. They win in a game where they got shut out. No hit for the first five innings. That is exciting. And again, to win this game the way they did, to fight, to battle, to again not be out of it when they seemingly should be out of it. Um, really thrilling stuff. Plassemeyer, shout out to that dude. He looked really good in, in that outing. Alvarado's ability to go from, you know, a disaster to striking three straight guys. I would almost, it really was wild. It almost just felt like he was like, all right, bleep it. I'm about to just throw as hard as I can now. And he just went for it and he just he gunned him down. It was wild to see. Um, but ultimately big hits come through, you know, JT, that huge hit, um, that was a massive one. Boehm had a big hit. Stoddy, obviously, veering the homer. Uh, Maton, the big hit to win it. Just um, just enough to get it done. Just enough to get it done. A massive, massive win for this team. It really was a um, you know, game that in the moment it felt like they were going to lose. And uh, and they battled. They battled. I, I'm shocked at the end, too, that uh, they didn't walk Maton and pitch to Zimmer next. That made no sense to me either. Um, set up a double play. Zimmer is a horrendous hitter. That was a no-brainer to me too, but they didn't. And thank you. Well, uh, it works. It's, uh, we'll take it. Thank you, David Bell. So um, really a thrilling, thrilling Phillies win last night. Plus, uh, wild that a walk-off Phillies win in dramatic, thrilling fashion Probably not the most exciting thing that happened for the Phillies last night because our guy, Bryce freaking Harper, in a rehab assignment in Lehigh Valley and starts early. Twitter's a buzz. Harper's first rehab at bat, boom, just cranks one to right, like just gets a hold of it. Go on. Like, okay. 
<laughs> okay, we're all losing our minds at this point. We're like, oh my God, did you see what Bryce Harper just did? And his first rehab at bat, is this really happening? Is this real right now? Yes, it was, was the answer. It was real. Harper cranks one, gets a couple walks, comes up later in the game, and what does my man do? Opposite field shot. Bryce Harper in his first rehab game last night hit two home runs. Bryce Harper hit two home runs in his first rehab game. Let's go is my my main thought on this. Let's freaking go. Well, again, we just talked about this team. 30 and 20 without Harper. 30 and 20. And they're getting to the do back. And he looks locked in. And look, I, I am not... I expect it to take a little time. I, I just I can't imagine that Bryce Harper is just going to step into a major league lineup after breaking his hand two months ago and is just going to step right back in the lineup and be Bryce Harper. But, you know, that's also why he's Bryce Harper. People like Bryce Harper are the people who do those things. You know, it's like Adrian Peterson. Remember when he had that torn ACL at the end of the year and everyone's like, oh, yeah. You know, that's a a 12-month injury. He's back at the start of next season and ran for 2,000 yards or whatever. You know, like sometimes there are just certain dudes who are just better more genetically enhanced, you know, better, better made, better built and they heal faster and they heal better. And, uh, you know, I hope Harper's one of those. It certainly seems like off the bat, off the cuff, you know, the fact that he's back this quickly. And then again, to do what he did in his first um, rehab game, um, it's just thrilling. And, you know, you figured the initial plan was he was going to play in Lehigh Valley through Saturday and potentially come back Monday with the Phils in Arizona. Uh, eligible to come off Friday. You wonder... I think he's going to bring Bryce Harper back this weekend at home, which would be fun. But also, I mean, why not, right? I mean, if he's locked in down there and he's still got you know a couple more days, I don't know why you wouldn't. It's going to be fascinating to see what they do. Maybe they just decide to stick to the plan they had already set out. And look, let's be honest. I think that the real biggest thing is how's he feel today, right? You know, if Harper wakes up today after the game last night and he's like, feels perfect, I got nothing, then I think there's a really good chance he's back on Friday. If he wakes up today and it's sore and it's not quite where it needs to be and stuff, then he won't be, you know? And I think that's really the takeaway. But from a on-the-field perspective, you know, obviously last night it certainly doesn't seem like he has too much more to prove from an um, a actual production standpoint. Again, it must be so so wild for those kids, the minor league kids and all that, to, to just have Bryce Harper playing a game with them all of a sudden hitting bombs. Like, <laughs> he's such a unique thing. Um, a very cool part of baseball, you know, that, that these superstars, when they're on a rehab assignment, go through the minors like that and play with these kids in these situations. And some are career minor leaguers and all that. It must be a really cool. And obviously, they, they deal with a lot, you know, that, that that's what happens. But it is still, I'm probably very cool, I'm sure, for people to be like, I played in a game where Bryce Harper had two and runs. It's, it's probably a fun one, you know. And it, and it was for us as fans, that's for damn sure. And look, you know, whether it's Friday or, or Monday, I mean, whatever it is, just the idea that this team that is 30 and 20 without him, the idea that this team that, the playoff team today, firmly in a playoff spot today. The the idea that this team that, you know, again, um, has a really nice schedule in front of them and has a real um, in pole position for the playoffs, the idea that that team is getting back the National League MVP from last year. <laughs> I mean, it's... I mean, talk about a trade deadline acquisition, right? I mean, jeez... As uh, Juan Soto, that's the only guy moved at the trade deadline who you could argue is even close to as valuable as what the Phillies are getting back, legitimately. And again, they went 10 games over without him so far. Uh, it's, 
I mean, it really could look on the field, the things we talked about, you know, how sore is he, how, you know, how quickly can he get his timing back? How different is it that major league pitching the minor probably pretty different all that. Like there's a lot of questions and we don't know that Bryce Harper is going to come back and be awesome right away. But we know he could be, you know, he's a brilliant hitter, a savant hitter who can you know, take situations like that. And, and, you know, maybe if he doesn't have his power yet, he's going to pop balls in the gaps and do what he needs to do and stuff. But I just, I just trust him as a hitter. Um, but you know, seeing what he did in his first rehab game, it, it is possible he comes back and he's ready to roll. Um, I mean, obviously just on the field perspective, you know, inserting Bryce Harper in the lineup, Derek Hall, by the way, sent down to the Myers. He'll be back when rosters expand, um, which makes sense. And especially with Harper coming back, you know, not much of a place to play hall as Harper will be, you know, firmly slotted in in that, that DH spot. But, um, you know, on the field perspective, adding Bryce Harper to this lineup immediately, you add the best hitter on the team, best hitter and one of the best hitters in the sport, back to your lineup, which has been the biggest, you know, problem. Look, problems moving forward, you're concerned about the consistency of the lineup, but Harper's coming back, and then obviously the bullpen with the Sir Anthony injury and what we've seen lately. I'm not concerned yet. You need Sir Anthony back. That is the whole key to all of it. It's everything getting Sir Anthony back. Um, but outside of that, you know, you the inconsistency with the offense really been the only thing you can point to and say, oh, that's got to be better. And and you bring him back with the most consistent hitter in the, the National League. I mean, it is massive. And then like we talked about yesterday, the emotional boost, the emotional lift that getting the MVP back has to do for a team is so big. It's so massive. It's almost hard to contextualize what a, what a massive thing can be that this team sees Harper in, in uniform on the field with them after battling without him and staying above, and then you get this dude back. I mean, that's got to be such a lift. That's got to be such a massive thing for your baseball team. I just I don't see how this team doesn't finally break the September curse, finally head into the month of September and, and handle business because everything's kind of shaken out for them in the sense that, um, you know, Harper coming back, the way they've played, all this stuff, it really does feel like it is coalescing at the right time and that it is potential. There is potential for a fun little run here. You know, that this feels like, look, the team is is played their best baseball. Um, since June 1st, they've been great, but, you know, like since the All-Star break, they're one of the best teams in baseball too. Um, and they're getting their guy back, you know? So it, it's massive. Um, quick look at the playoff standings. We mentioned it, but the Phillies are uh, eight back at the Braves for so that first wild card. They are in the second wild card spot by themselves. They are game up on the Padres. The Phillies 68 and 55. The Padres 68 and 57. So the Phillies have two games in hand, both in the loss column. That is outstanding news. So really, you know, it's a one game lead on the Padres, but also two games they could lose. And be tied with the Padres, you know. So that's 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 a pretty pretty big thing. And then that's not even counting again the aforementioned tiebreaker. Phillies uh, are one and a half up on the Brewers. Uh, excuse me, two and a half up on the Brewers. Um, two and a half. So that means three and a half with the tiebreaker. Phillies are 65, 68 and fifty five. The Brewers sixty five and fifty seven. So the Phillies are three up in the loss column. Or excuse me, three up in the win column. Two up in the loss column. So that's. That's good, man. The Phillies are in a really, really, really nice spot. They're six and a half up on the Giants. Like, I don't, uh, again, 
you know, we've seen this Phillies team do it way too many times for me to say, oh, they're, they're a lock. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm not there. But um, I definitely, I would be shocked if they don't make the playoffs. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think the way the schedule wakes out, shakes out, I think the way the opponents are, and I think the way they've been playing and getting Harper back, I feel I feel really good about it. I really do. I feel as good as I felt about the Phillies making the playoffs in a long time, and it's pretty freaking exciting. Now they got to go out and do it. And again, to be fair, and I know there are a lot of fans out there, like, I get it. It's been a long time since we've seen them not suck in September, not break our hearts in September. So until it happens, I get that it's hard to envision it happening um, or not happening or whatever. Um, but this team's different than the last few years, and I don't, I don't expect it to happen. Back at it tonight, two more against Cincinnati after that thriller last night, 7.05 each of the next two nights. Uh, tonight, Christopher Sanchez against Zoik, who we saw last time, TJ Zoik, I believe. Let's double check that. It is TJ Zoic. Look at your boy here. No, and TJ Zoic. TJ Friedel. A lot of TJs on that team. Uh, so the uh, Christopher Sanchez against Zoic tonight, getting the start, and then Nola tomorrow against Dunn. So that should be a good one, a fun one. You get Nola going. Um, you know, hopefully they can seal the Sanchez game tonight and then, you know, sweep this series. Again, I said five of seven this week against the Reds and Pirates, six of seven, ideally, but five of seven at least so far, two for two. So all you can ask for in the second one in pretty thrilling fashion, so we'll take it. And either way, whatever happens today, we'll be back to react to it tomorrow, the next day, and so on and so forth. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 